We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Indeed, it is time for the Get Right here on 105.3 The Fan. My name is Alec Medford. His name is Blake Elliott. Yeserski. Together we call ourselves the Young Guns. We got Ross Lipinski holding things down for you. The turn it on, leave it on, listener. We appreciate you hanging out with us here on DFW Sports Station 105.3 The Fan. We are your home of, in case you forgot, the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Yeah, that still happened. You're not dreaming. And you're not dreaming about what happened to America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, last night. We got a lot to unpack here. 7 to 11 full show now that the season is over. No Cowboys hour taken an hour out of the show, and that means we have four full hours to unpack this thing and try to, I guess, relive it and understand it all together. This still feels very weird that we are in this position here tonight. The truckwreck.com text line is 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053, where you can get involved in any and all of our conversations here tonight, and we encourage you to keep that number Written down somewhere safe because coming up on the other side in 19 minutes, we want to hear from you. You can call in 877-881-1053 to get involved here on the air at 720 tonight. Blake, we made it here in one piece. Uh, Thankfully, the snow didn't do it to us because the Cowboys almost did. Uh, You were at this game, so I'm going to be leaning on you a little bit because I had my nice thousand-foot perspective from the seat of my house you were there living at all you're talking about these uh Packers reporters and media members just having a field day up there but uh how are you feeling how are you feeling right now Blake I don't know where to start <laughs> I mean if you were just listening a second ago I did the crosstalk I did my yelling and I don't know how much yelling is going to be today how much just therapy how much just letting it out I might get angry I might not I might get sad. I really don't know what emotion is going to come. I'm unpredictable, just like the team that played yesterday. I mean, what's the point, Alec? <laughs> like, it, you, I, we did a, a whole season of stat this, PFF grade this, EPA this, and attack this weakness on the play here. And and the Cowboys apparently have, have no analytics. Or maybe they have all the analytics, but it just doesn't matter. It, when they come to a big moment, Alec, they poop the bed. There's literally no other way to put it. Like, big game, Bills, poop the bed. Big game, Niners, poop the bed. Big game, Lions, barely win that one. Shouldn't have won that one if we're being completely honest. If we'd have played this team, oh, my God, the Lions might have won by 75. And then the big game in the playoffs, 
I wouldn't even say it's a big game, Allie. That's how crazy it is. It's just a playoff game, but you were favored. You were a seven-point favorite. You should have dogged them, and you got dismantled in your own house. I mean, we can – what do you got next? <laughs> I, I don't know what to think. That's a, that's a great start because I think that that is how a lot of people – here in the Metroplex feel and 877-881-1053 as well as live on Twitch and YouTube, twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam or 105 through the fan on YouTube. That's where you can get involved in any of these conversations. Just let us know how you're feeling right now. Uh, you've kind of had a whole day to unpack it, about 24 hours or so, and you get to hang out with us and we'll try to make sense of it, but I don't know if we really can. Uh, I think Blake kind of put it beautifully and it's going to be the sentiment that's going to echo and reverberate throughout the offseason is that the numbers will say everything. The numbers will give you all kinds of reasons to believe. The numbers, the this and that, you know, the the records being broken, the, the record of the team itself, it's all going to be there. It's all going to present itself on paper, but there's just something weird, something immeasurable that when it comes to the big moments – when it comes to the important moments, whenever the bullies come to town yep. and they literally tell you on the Fox pregame show that we're not supposed to win, so what What are we going to do? We're going to punch you in the face and we're going to see how you respond. And we've been talking about this all year, haven't we, Blake? That this is a team that they don't know how to be the bully. They only get bullied. They get punched in the face by the good teams and they just stand there frozen in shock Frozen with fear. They have no idea how to respond. It's almost like they don't expect talented teams, good teams, and even a really beat-up team like the Green Bay Packers. To that, that All they have is a dude at quarterback. I told you guys this last week that I'm not going to disrespect the Green Bay Packers because I don't disrespect any team in the playoffs that's going into the postseason with a dude at quarterback. Jordan Love is a dude. He is going to be a good quarterback for a long time, especially if he has to play the Cowboys any more times. He played really, that was, really well. That wasn't Jordan Love back there. That was Aaron Rodgers reincarnated. I mean, the flick throws, the under pressure, step back, falling away. And you know, you want to know what's crazy? And we're going to get into some specific plays throughout the show. And I was talking about this with some of my other friends, media members, all that good stuff. A lot of those touchdown throws, especially the ones where it was like busted coverages, they were catching the ball at their toes. Jordan Love wasn't throwing a dot. That's how bad the defense was. The guy ran a complete route, the Luke Musgrave, the Romeo Dobbs, where there's no one within 35 yards. Literally, me in the press box, I'm closer than the closest Cowboys defender. No one close, and they still caught it at their toes, and there's still no one close. That's like if if the defense would have been even somewhat good we might have had some more incompletions. I mean, they were wide open. So that's why it, it's it's unfathomable because it wasn't just like one busted player. One player didn't do this, and that's why we lost. It was literally every rep outside of like the first two snaps with Demarcus Lawrence. Pretty much every rep we lost at some point, Alex. Like, it literally looked like a team, we didn't want to be here. It felt like we were the number 15 seed, and they don't even let 15 seeds into the playoffs, Alex. It, it, it felt like... We were the underdog that somehow mustered our way in here and we're playing backyard football and the Green Bay was the number one or two seed. Like, that was a disgrace for, like, <laughs> there's so many different ways I can go about it. It was cold as hell outside 
and they maybe will show up. I, I froze my lips off walking up there to see that. Let it all out. It's a safe space. Let it the, out. Yeah, the, the night show has always been a safe space, and it, it will continue to be. And it's just, it's it's mind-boggling to an extent. I, I watched this game. I'm seeing it all unfold, especially there going into the two-minute warning. I know uh, Eric and Zach just played that clip during Two Guys, One Booth where Brad needed Babe to reiterate the score of it, you know, being down by 20 at that point. You know, it, it's incredible that they didn't expect some sort of fight from a Green Bay Packers team that has nothing to lose. It seems like the teams that have nothing to lose always capitalize on the Dallas Cowboys, and this is not a new thing. The Denver Broncos did it a couple of years ago where they put out that quote-unquote blueprint on how to beat Dak Prescott with the, the shell coverages. Mm-hmm. You saw it this year with the Arizona Cardinals. That was a team that didn't have their former number one overall pick at quarterback. This is a team that pretty much had nobody else worth even mentioning in any kind of capacity on that team, and they embarrass you by running the football all up and down the field. Dan Quinn's defense has gotten exposed by mediocre teams. Mike McCarthy's play calling has been less than superb against mediocre teams. The Packers do not... I want to put this out here. I told you I wasn't going to respect or disrespect the Green Bay Packers going into this because of Jordan Love and because of that offense. On the flip side, that defense has not been good for a while. No. That is not a good defense. 30 to the Panthers. They almost let Bryce Young and the inebriated Panthers come back and beat them. And granted, they still, they they bend but don't break. They still gave up 32 to the Cowboys in which it was a game. Garbage time points. That game was 48 to 10 for all I care. And to be fair, they almost could have given it up at the end because they just, it, it felt like they had a chokehold on the Cowboys offense for most of the game. And then you started seeing some dudes across the defensive line getting playing time that never get playing yeah, time. Yeah, they were fourth stringers. Me and you were in there, Alec, at that point. They were letting anybody who wanted to, y'all want to go play the Cowboys? Go ahead. Whatever you do, can't go wrong against them. And yeah, we scored some 14 points in the last couple minutes to make the score look closer. And that's what I'm mad about, Alec. I'm mad the score got that close. Because I had too many people box score watching. Well, Dak had 400 yards and all these touchdowns, so he, he can't be the problem. Did you watch the game? D- did you watch the game? I'm not saying Dak's the only problem. Don't get me wrong. But Dak is a very guy that plays a big piece in this pie. Yeah, Empties. 403 passing yards. And remember when I talked about this a little bit a few weeks ago when I talked about the comfort and the trust level that I had in the quarterback where – I said even just a season ago, two seasons ago, if you looked at a box score, if you wanted a box score watch and you saw Dak Prescott throwing the football any more than like 37 to 40 times, you're losing that game. Yep. How many the times did he throw it? 60. The The benchmark has moved up a little bit. Oh, my God. He threw the ball 60 times, 41 of 60 for 403. He had a pick six involved in there, another interception, and probably three or four other passes that could have been picked Thank off you. as well. I'm, I'm glad you said that. There there was two on one drive that could have got picked off. And then a couple, literally, and they, the, Alec, these weren't tipped passes that, oh, could have gotten picked off. These were him throwing directly to the defender. I don't know which one was worse, Alec, the one in the end zone where the linebacker dropped it or the flip to Tony Pollard when he was just running around and almost threw it right to a lineman or, or a linebacker, I can't remember, like, they were – I'm getting so mad. I'm getting so mad. Like, 
why did why does he do this? Why do the Cowboys do this? I have no, I cannot, there's no reason to explain what happens. They play so well during the regular season, and you would have thought CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott have never thrown the football to each other in that game. You would have thought they have never played catch before in that first half. Like, I, I can't I can't put my finger on it. I have no idea why when the playoffs come outside of that Tampa game last year with Tom on his last stand, why they look like they don't know how to play football. Yeah, from the 817 go-off on CD2, Doodle Dougie gave up halfway through the first. Looked like he had a hole in his hand. Yeah. And I want to I want to make this clear before we go any further. None of the stuff that me and Alec are going to say, or at least I'll say for me, is nothing is a personal attack. These guys are nice guys. Dak is one of the nicest guys you ever meet. CD, very stand-up dude. Micah, all those guys. I'm talking about their play on the field. So there's nothing to do about their personality, nothing to do about them as individuals. This is their play on the field, and we're just critiquing what we saw. And it was piss poor. Like, you got fans. I promise that was some people's Christmas gifts. That was some people's graduation gifts. People dropping thousands on suites. And you put that on the field? It looked like nobody cared. On that pick six, Alec, I saw maybe two people try to tackle him. And it was like... From, you talk. from the 817 time to go watch some real playoff football. Hey, man, I don't know if the Eagles are going to put up any more of an impressive effort the way they've been playing lately. Some of those injuries and some of the attitude issues they've had. But you, you talked about personality and attitude, this, mm-hmm. that, and the other. I do want to get more into that at 820 because it's not just a personnel issue. It's not just that the head coach has his flaws, that the defensive coordinator has his flaws. This team just really loves themselves. The the Dallas Cowboys love themselves some Dallas Cowboys. Bassick talked about it. And I think there is a true culture issue here because, I mean, I, I love Jane Slater. I really do. One of our teammates here at the fan. But, you know, she's tweeting that, you know, the, the team and the players are talking about the culture has never been better with Mike McCarthy. Sure, I can imagine a world where Mike McCarthy's culture and his relationship with the players one-on-one and is, that's the is better. That's is the problem. That's the problem. Is better right? There's still an issue of this dark, rainy cloud hanging over the entire city of Frisco and AT&T Stadium in Arlington that just because they're the Dallas Cowboys, things are supposed to go their way. Things are supposed to go in favor of the Dallas Cowboys because they have the blue star on their helmet. They're supposed to get all the love and the attention. They're supposed to get the benefit of the doubt from the officials, from the league, from the fans. You're not. You're just like every other one of the 31 other teams in the league. You all are the same. You guys are just athletes that get paid to show up and do a job. And you're not doing it to the highest level because you think that just because you're the higher seed in this situation, you're at home, you've dominated at AT AT&T. You're supposed to win, right? Even the opposing head coach is telling the media, we're not supposed to win this game. You know, so why not throw out some left hooks? It doesn't make sense. I mean, what do we talk about? They're front runners. They they look pretty when they're ahead and they're up 14. And, and, and I wanted to fight that narrative all year and I was fighting it. I can't say not a thing about that anymore. All the Cowboys haters have all the fuel. They can light us up on the fan text. You can call in the next segment. You can text us, social media, all that. Because we they deserve it. They deserve it. They pooped the bed once again. Blake mentioned that you can call in next segment, 877-881-1053. That's the truckwreck.com text line as well, where you can text in if you want to get involved 
there. There is a lot of uh, stuff to go through here on the text line uh, from the 469. Let's see. They're just like the Texas Longhorns. There's no fight. I like that. I like that stray, Ross. I like that stray. Well, and I, I definitely, that's kind of what I was going to say is I was kind of like, there's just something that the Cowboys don't really realize. And it's like the Longhorns. It's like, they just don't really like get that. Like on any given game day, the opposing team is like having their Super Bowl. Yeah. And like, they just don't get that. Like, and especially when it comes to the playoffs and everything is magnified, they just don't really get that. Like, oh, if we make the slightest mistake, like, that could be game and i think we saw that with that opening drive like like y'all were saying that team was deflated yesterday yeah and this team here at AT at&t stadium here at the star in frisco they're entitled they're entitled they are spoiled and it's all from the top down i promise you that some of these players sure they might love themselves a little bit too much but this is a systematic error from the top down I saw a text that I really liked from the 682. This organization needs a big shock to change culture and add some intimidation. This organization gives player all players all the glamour and everything they want without even having to earn it. Um, and then they're trying to blame us as well, you know, which, I mean, I don't sit here and give you homer takes. I'm just as unhappy as you. I mean, I th- all the numbers pointed towards them. It's not like... At this station, we were making some hot take that the Cowboys should win. If you looked at any of the public bets, if you looked at all your favorite shows on TV, all the stuff, the spread, they were supposed to win this game. And if they were to lose, maybe by a little. If, if You're only a Cowboys pessimist if you saw them getting smoked by 30. Like, even when they played the Niners, they lost, what was it, 19-12, 19-13, and then by a touchdown the year before. They don't get smoked like this at home versus 7 seed. So don't act like, oh, we all saw this coming. No. I'm not talking about them losing. I'm talking about in the fashion that they lost. Coming up next here on the Get Right as we are off and running, Alec Medford and Blake Elliott with you all throughout the night until 11 p.m. this evening. We want to hear from you. 877-881-1053. That is the phone line. You can call in right now, reserve your spot, get those lines filled up. If you want to blame a certain person, if you want to blame us, for fueling all these narratives, whatever you want. We want to hear from you and what is going through your Cowboys brain next on the Get Right. We want to hear from you, Tolos, 877-881-1053. That is the number where you can call and you can sound off on this football team here in the DFW Metroplex. It's the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. My name's Alec Medford. His name is Blake Elliott. Yes, sir. Together we call ourselves the Young Guns. And together, we can tell you that James Bradbury still sucks at football as he missed a wide open uh, open field tackle on Rashad White on third and manageable for the Bucks, and allowed a first down. So I just wanted to take that shot there to make me feel a little bit better about myself and about my football team here. We are live on Twitch and YouTube as well. Twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam or 105 Through the Fan on YouTube. You can get involved there. Or if you don't have the means to call in, you can text in 877-881-1053, the truckwreck.com text line. But Blake, let's go ahead and go out to the phones. And I want you to fill these lines up again, 877-881-1053. Let us, let us have it, man. We want to hear what is on your mind about this team. And we go, we go out to line one. We start with Mark in Dallas. Mark, you're with the get right. What you feeling? 
Hey, guys, I appreciate the time tonight. Uh, definitely a morning on a Monday. Not happy today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to call in and say I really hope the Cowboys take a different approach this offseason. Going into last offseason, everybody knew they were a legit Super Bowl contender. This is the worst draft the Cowboys have had in their history of the franchise. None of these guys produce. None of these guys are going to produce. And I just think that going into this next season, you're not trying to rebuild a roster. You're trying to find a guy that will put you over the top. If there's a B. John Robinson type, or something like that, trade up and go get the guy because that would have made a difference this season. I think that's what cost us in the second half of the season here in the playoffs. We had no rookie stepping up to play. Just wanted to hear y'all's feedback. Appreciate the call, Mark, and that opens up a line at 877-881-1053. And look, I think Mark has a point, yeah, right? A good point. Uh, that this draft did nothing to help, and usually when it comes to the draft, when it comes to contending teams, you're using the draft as exactly what it is. It's a supplementary piece to where you go add and you hope that you get growth and contribution later on down the line, right? You didn't get that from any of your guys. You didn't get it from Mozzie Smith. He dropped a ton of weight as a one-tech. That's not something that you want. He barely played in the playoffs, and especially in the season. Like, I'm going to let you go through the list, but it was at a point where None of the guys you drafted were playing moments, big-time moments, small-time moments. Like, they weren't even in to have impact. They were either on IR, practice squad, or like you said with Mozzie, our first-round pick, that just was very low impact, I guess. Do we want to project players our first-round pick? It's tough. You know, some people take the argument that a project player, when you're this good, makes sense at the back end of the draft. Some people would argue that because – You know, if you draft well and if it works out the way you think, then it's all fine. It's all going to pay off in the end, but this time it didn't. Luke Schoonmaker in the second round. I'm eating crow on that. I said he was going to take over as tight end one. I I will fully admit that. I said that on these airwaves, and I was wrong. He has been a non-factor. DeMarvian Overshone got hurt. We can't say anything about him. I'm feeling good about him, but yes, he was hurt. Uh, Junior Fajoko. Got hurt as well, but even after activation, didn't get uh, any playing time. Did he get a snap this year? Awesome Richards, offensive line in round five, nothing. Eric Scott was a healthy scratch pretty much all season. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, healthy scratch for yep. most of the season. And then Jalen Brooks, you never heard from I, I liked him in his moments, but like you just said, none of these players were even third string at best. Like, outside of Mozzie, obviously, he was like third, second string, obviously with injuries. But Jalen Brooks I liked, but was – is he giving you something that's otherworldly that Gallup and Tolbert aren't? So, like, and the receiver's not a problem, so I didn't need him to be this big step, but it's, they, they, this wasn't their best draft. I, I think that's safe to say this was not their best draft. I'm, I'm thinking there's no way you don't focus linebacker and interior line this upcoming draft. Offensive line's getting older, contracts, there's a lot of stuff we'll get to with the, with the draft coming up. But, yeah, they, they, they definitely missed uh, with this draft. From the 913, have they fired McCarthy yet? No, and we will keep you up to date on that, I promise. If and when that happens, because it's not a given, but uh, as soon as any kind of news in regards to Mike McCarthy, any of the coaches, we will keep you up to date right here on your home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan. Back out to the phone lines, 877-881-1053. You can call right now and make your voice heard. We go out to line number two. It's Chris in North Dallas. Chris, you're with the Get Right. What's on your mind? Hey, hey, how's it going, y'all? It's going great. Um, What's up? Yeah, man. Um, I I, I just kept uh, talking over with my guys. We we were at a bar across the street from the stadium yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Quinn really. I'm looking at his postseason. He's three and two, so that's like 
uh, 600, but overall, regular season and his career, he looks like a sub-500 coach. Um, and, I mean, he's never uh, – has he ever won a Super Bowl before? He has. Uh, he has. Yes, okay. with Seattle. It was a long time ago. I'll give you that. It's been about a decade. With Pete Carroll. Okay, okay. I didn't even – okay, with Pete Carroll. I didn't even know that. But uh, I, I think we need to go uh, get a uh, – Defensive coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the head coach? With, with some super bo- no, no, not as a head coach, but um, that's, you know, that's kind of a little bit more relevant, um, you know, and more younger to the players, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we, we've definitely got to get rid of him. He's got to go. I keep hearing a lot of callers talking about McCarthy, McCarthy, but it's like they're letting Dan Quinn go. No one's really bringing him up. I mean, if we were the regular defense that we were, all season, we wouldn't have lost that game like that. Well, we appreciate the call, Chris, and I think you bring up an interesting point that a lot of people are starting to kind of turn their head to and turn their focus to now after yesterday because I think the the flack that we kept on seeing and I was giving at least after the game yesterday was this is a run-heavy team and you overcommitted to Jordan Love in the passing game, running a lot of nickel, which, look, Dan Quinn will nickel and dime you a lot. He's done like he's traditionally right. going to do that. But it feels like we've given him the respect and the, you know, the peace of mind that he's going to adapt. He's going to notice the ebbs and flows of the game. It felt like this man had his one-way ticket to Seattle booked to go for that job interview and take that job because it just felt like there was nothing being adjusted. There was no response on the defensive end. Wasn't it so funny? Dan Quinn they're going to be the next head coach of the Cowboys, of this team, of that team. And I heard Lucius talking about it earlier. All these guys that wanted Dan as their head coach, what, what, do, you, what do you, hey, 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 Dan, um, we, we, we got the contract here for you, but what happened in that last game? What do you say? Because there's been big moments that Dan has not showed up, and me and you talked about it, me and CA, me and Reg, Crosstalk, all of us, the defenses look good in moments, but when the high-pressure moment comes – he has not looked good. And someone put out a stat today. Dan Quinn's offensive against offensive coaches, or Dan Quinn's offensive coaches in 2016 when the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan, Matt LaFleur, Mike McDaniel. Great coaches. What's his record in those games, Alec? 0-6. Oh, 0-6. Yeah. So those guys know his tendencies, and he has no idea how to adapt. If I, I If we moved on from Quinn, I wouldn't be mad. Let's go back out to the phones. We got line number four, Mike in Dallas. Mike, you are on with the get right. What you thinking right now? Man, I appreciate it. Um, you know, this, it, it, it's not a surprise, but it's uh, more so of how they lost, not that they lost. Uh, I'm old enough to have seen a couple parades back in my day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, you know, you take the good with the bad. But at the same time, man, this goes out to Jerry Jones. You know, when they, when they could have went out and got Cook, they didn't. When they could have went out and got uh, the running back in Tennessee, they didn't. When they could have helped out with the offensive line, they didn't. Jerry always thinks that he's the smartest guy in the room, no matter no matter what changes need to be made. He thinks that he's the smartest guy in the room. And I, I guess that the only thing that I take out of, of this year losing is I hope it hurts Jerry down to his core. 
I hope it's, it's so embarrassing to him that he tries to do something different. It really doesn't matter. The only coach that he had in here that could actually coach was Bill Parcells. And, and the only reason that he brought Bill Parcells in is because Bill Parcells showed him how to draft. Jerry didn't know how to draft. He was buying his players through in free agency. Once he learned how to set up a draft board and grade draft, then that, that relationship was over with. But Jerry is getting what is coming to him, and I don't think that anything's going to change as long as, as Jerry is, let's say, in the seat that he's in. Well, we appreciate the call, Mike. And look, I mean, he's not wrong. It's not. just there's nothing we can do about this. There's nothing that the team can do because he he runs the place. Jerry's not yeah, stepping he's, down. Yeah, I'll he's let you not know that stepping right now. down. So <laughs> – and I, I think he hit the nail on the head. I think Mike hit the nail on the head with, you know, Bill Parcells teaching him how to draft and everything. And, you know, Will McClay should get a lot of credit for the success that they've had in building through the draft as well here recently. But nothing's going to change. We we can sit here and point fingers at Jerry Jones as much as we want. He is not going anywhere for a while. Things will be the same. So we just have to hope that you know, maybe there is that head coach that can have that commanding presence and that can really get a grasp on this team. A true leader of men yep. can come in and maybe a culture shot could take place. Not wrong. You're not wrong. Let's go back out to the phones. Line number five. We got Strickland in New York. Strickland, you're on with the game, right? What's on your mind, my friend? What's on my mind? I mean, we're in shock up here, and I'm talking about the Dallas fans. As you, you guys said it yourself, Dallas is America's team. So there's fans all over the country. And up here in New York, the Dallas fans are just in the same state of shock as you guys down there. It's unbelievable. I mean, first of all, when is the announcement that he's gone? When? Because it's overdue. It should have been done today before lunch. This is ridiculous. It's an outrage. They were outcoached. They were outplayed. They were shell-shocked. And that was at the end of the first quarter. It, no adjustments were made. They need a head coach that's going to come out and bring out the best in Dak, take him to the next step, because if this team is ready, this team is as great as, as, as it's purported to be every single year, the last few years. This is ridiculous. They need a coach. And it needs to happen today. It, happens, it has to happen tonight. Now, Jerry's probably not going anywhere. But get a coach that can bring out the best in Dak. That's how we all feel. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that, Strickland, and appreciate you chiming in all the way from New York. I know it's brave to be a Cowboys fan out there. I, I'm clapping it up for Strickland. I was, I was one of that's those. the fire and energy we need. If you're yeah. going to come, uh, you know, talk with us on the radio, appreciate that, Strickland. But yeah, I, I, I think that some of these calls have been on point for the most part. That yeah. there needs to be a there's got to be a culture shock. You cannot run it back. You cannot just say McCarthy, Dan, Dak, everybody. We're just going to run it back another year. Something dramatic has to change for anybody to buy in. He will still sell seats. It's Jerry's world. It's the Cowboys. That will not be a problem. But for people to truly buy in, for people to really believe in your team and really buy stock in them, something's got to change. Something does have to change. And we are up against the clock. So here's what I'm going to do. Let's hear it. We're going to take a commercial break. And whenever we come back, we're going to go back to the phones because I want to hear from Marcus in Fort Worth. I want to hear from Aaron and Carrollton. I want to hear from anybody else that wants to chime in. 877-881-1053. That's the number to call. We got open lines. Come hang out with us next on the Get Right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're going back out to the phones here in just a moment. 877-881-1053. This is the Get Right here on 105.3 The Fan, your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers and, yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, But what I can tell you is that in Monday Night Football, the meltdown of the Philadelphia Eagles is continuing as just over halfway through the first quarter, the Eagles are down 10 to nothing to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James Stadium. It was David Moore on the 44-yard touchdown reception, and no, not the Cowboys beat rider. There is a wide receiver named David Moore, and he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A solo effort making a couple of guys miss, and here we are, a 10-point deficit for the Eagles early on in this game. How much better does that make you feel, Blake? None. Okay, you can't have any fun tonight. So we'll go back to, out to the phones and hope that the uh, Tolos can have some fun with us. 877-881-1053. Back out to the phones, and we will check in with line number three, Marcus in Fort Worth. Marcus, you're on with the get right. What's up? I was just calling because we don't, as a team, we don't have we don't have any chemistry, for one thing. We don't have nothing as a team. Everybody else has something. Green Bay, they've got something. New England has something. We don't have that something. We've got quarterback. He hasn't proven himself. You let him sit out the whole preseason. He doesn't deserve to sit out of preseason. He needs to be in there. Dak is a one-look wonder. He threw the city lamb all night last night. He's got six or seven other receivers wide open, and he throws a pass in triple coverage to C.D. Lamb, and you got people wide open. Then you got Mike McCarthy. Green Bay showed you last night the reason why they got rid of Mike McCarthy. And until Jerry relinquishes that and gets a coach in here, for one thing, the players should not respect their coach because they know that Jerry's calling the shots. They know it's Jerry's team. And what Jerry says goes. So if I want to come and have do it, I'm not going to do it. We got Tony Pollard. Everybody's putting it on Tony Pollard. He's a good running back. But you got to look at Tony Pollard's situation. You got to look at where he stands right now. Appreciate the call, Marcus. Uh, Sounds a little bit fired up like I imagine a lot of you guys are. And I think he hit a couple of points there that – are worth breaking down, you know, maybe the indecisiveness of one Dak Prescott impressing a little bit too much. That usually causes some turnovers and some bad reads when you're pressing and you're down. Uh, And the chemistry thing is interesting because it feels like we've talked about their communication on offense specifically all year. And 
chemistry, I think, is something hard to quantify. That's kind of hard from the outside looking in to say they don't have chemistry. I think it's easy to say that when they get blown out because we weren't – I don't really remember anyone talking about chemistry when they had 12 wins and they were winning throughout the regular season. So I'm not going to be the one that says the chemistry is bad. It's going to look bad when you're getting smoked. I'm sure none of them are enjoying each other on the sideline when you're getting boat raced by 40 by the seven seed. I'm sure it's not going to look good. Yes, they need some more dogs and some more leadership on that team, but everything looks worse under the microscope when you're getting smacked at home. It's looked great against the bad teams and the teams you were supposed to beat, right, except for until it didn't yesterday yep. with the Green Bay Packers. Um yeah, not great, not great, but some great points made on the phone lines. Let's go back out to the phones where we have line number six, Aaron in Carrollton. You're on with the get right. Aaron, what's up? Aaron, we got you. Uh-oh, Aaron. I don't know if we have Aaron, so we will try again here in just a moment. 877-881-1053. Now we got Aaron in Carrollton. What's up, Aaron? You're on with the get right. Hey, how you doing, fellas? Hope y'all staying warm out in this re- dumb weather. Yep. Uh, but first of all, I just want to say, man, what's going on with Dak and Zeke? Um, and, it's, you know, they started off pretty bad. And as soon as they got, you know, as soon as they got off the field, you just see uh, CD out here pouting and stuff. You know, he, they didn't even try and get up for the game. Micah, again, non-existent. The only time I saw him was whenever he got held. I need McCarthy gone. Uh, Dan Quinn felt like he was he already had a foot out the door. I don't know what's going on, fellas. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you, Aaron. Aaron had a laundry list of yeah. issues, and I think we all do, too. Uh, you know, the Dak and CD chemistry, that was very weird. I, I, I do have no answer. I have zero answer. They were the top duo all year, and then they look like, like I said, like they've never thrown the pass to each other. I have zero answer for that. I don't know. Something behind the scenes happened. I have no idea because that looked bad. I, I, I don't know. Dan Quinn was bad. McCarthy was bad. It was a full team effort, bad showing. Even even our boy Butter missed one. So, like, there was nothing to really hang your hat on. It was no secret that the quarterback was off, but it seemed like CD was very uninterested. Yeah, at, you, at you probably point. had a better view because they weren't – I couldn't see it from the press box. What, what, were the, what were the TV cameras showing for that? So, yeah, that was, that was really odd. I just I, – I, I wish we could get – some more conversation about what went wrong there because it felt like this was the year that CD kind of proved that he was deserving of those yeah. wide receiver one targets and he was getting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, what was the winning recipe, especially after the Dolphins game? It was like, why did you ignore him for two whole quarters? Go target him 20 times. I don't care. I don't care if it's predictable. If it works, it works mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Uh, let's go back out to the phones, 877-881-1053. That is where you can get involved in the conversation. Let's go to line one. We have James and Corinth. James, you're on with the get right. What's on your mind? Hey, fellas. Uh, just want your expert opinion. I'll keep it short. I haven't heard anyone talk about this, and it's strange. You talk, Somebody called in with that it factor. I think it comes down to the quarterback. We haven't had a championship quarterback since Aikman and Stallback. I'll put Danny White in that group. Took us to three championship games. Tony... Played his worst on the biggest stage. Prescott, the book of business, is big enough. Do you really think 31 owners and Shanahan were wrong when they thought Trey Lance was the number one overall pick and he never got a fair shot there? He had a, he busted his leg. Shanahan's quick on the trigger. Hell, he gets rid of Jimmy G, who took him to a Super Bowl and just won. And they, they, they move uh, tr- off of Trey Lance. I normally don't agree with him, but Skip Bayless said something that day. He tweeted, this could be the single greatest cowboy trade since Charles Haley. And I haven't heard a word about Trey Lance. 
But what do we got to lose? I mean, I can't imagine giving Prescott a long-term contract. Appreciate the call, James. And you pose an interesting question. As you said, nobody really talking about it. I mean, there's enough success on paper with Dak Prescott to where he's going to get every last opportunity. Now, am I open to the conversation that maybe he doesn't deserve every last opportunity? They're open now. All those conversations are on the table now. I am more than willing to have that conversation. I think the reason you haven't heard about Trey Lance is because that's the way they wanted it to be. I, I, I think that everyone kind of overreacted when the deal was made, but I think they knew that there could be some unnecessary conversation should they put him in front of cameras and should they put him in front of reporters all the time and make this bigger than it needed to be. And look, maybe they were like, hey, we're getting some of the best play out of Dak Prescott we've ever seen, so we don't need the media talking about the dude behind him. Uh, and now that's kind of off the table. So I'm open to any and all conversations there. But I mean, And the contract. I know they were talking about extending Dak. Dak and the contract is the biggest thing. No trade clause. He has all the leverage. Big cap hit if you were to cut him. So this isn't something where cut Dak and put in Trey Lance X, Y, and you're good to go. It's a lot of moving pieces behind it. And let's just say Dak has the leverage right now. Let's go to line two. Mikey in North Texas. What's up, Mikey? You're on with the get right. What's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Of course. Uh, that was probably the – I'm 64 years old, guys. You know, I've seen about the entire Cowboys history. I remember the Ice Bowl when I was like six. <laughs> this is the most disgusting, gutless loss I've seen in Cowboys history. Yep. It really cut to the core. Uh, but I'm also a Jerry Jones apologist. I mean – how do you blame this on Jerry? He doesn't play. He doesn't coach. He put together the best, you know, roster and coaching staff he could. Look, whose facilities are better than ours? Mm-hmm. But uh, there is a reason we're getting bullied in games. We don't have the, you know, we need a little help on the offensive line. They can't stay healthy. We need a lot of help on the defensive line. You know, the guy we drafted last year that was supposed to help stop the run, did he even get any meaningful snaps at all? It's a great point, and we appreciate the call, Mikey. And, you know, I've, it's cool to get a, kind of like a devil's advocate perspective from a Jerry Jones apologist because it feels like a lot of people are pointing fingers at him, and I think rightfully so. I think there are multiple reasons why you can hang a cloud over his head. Mm-hmm. But I will kind of give Mikey some credit there. Because this is one of the best rosters we've seen in a long all time. All pros everywhere. Littered pro with bowlers all pros. everywhere. I mean, this game itself, I don't think is on Jerry. But I think that's kind of the low-hanging fruit. He's the constant denominator on the team not doing well. And I understand it. And we'll have conversations all week about it. I just, Jerry Jones wasn't blowing coverages out there, dropping passes or throwing picks to the other team. At the end of the day, he put the team out there and the team failed. Now, he also hired the coach that prepared the team, and we can get on to all that. But it's hard to put blame. It Really, there is no one person to blame. There is a lot of fingers that we will be pointing this way. We'll get to one more here, 877-881-1053. That is the truckwreck.com text line where you can text in as well. But let's get one more call in before we head to break and enter our number two. Let's go to line four, Barry in Fort Worth. Barry, you're on with the get right. What's up, Barry? Hey, what's going on, Get Right? The only thing that we need to get right on the offensive <laughs> side of the ball is we need that discipline. Just as I was stating before, it doesn't matter. McCarthy is a good quality coach. 
Okay, you go out, you try to get Belichick. He's a good quality coach. The only thing that needs to be tweaked is just the discipline. We know the Dallas Cowboys is a heavily penalized team, and that's just discipline right there. Okay, you can't win twenty, be twelve and five year and three years in a row have a stellar record like that and say that the team is just garbage in the trash. Sorry, we're all emotional. We're caught up with that. Get it. The only person that, if you want to cast the blame and cast the fault here, is Dan Quinn. And I don't know, he might get picked up as a head coach somewhere. He might stay with the Cowboys. But he certainly didn't help himself auditioning yesterday because every football team knows the basic concept to beat the Dallas Cowboys, and that is run the football. Our defense was not prepared. I don't know if necessarily we have the adequate players enough to get out there and handle uh, some of these teams, but we're anointed as the best, one of the best premier defenses in the NFL, and we can't stop the run. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. That is the only fundamental flaw with the Dallas Cowboys losing, and that is our defense. I'm out. Appreciate the mic drop moment, Barry. <laughs> that was a strong call from Fort Worth, and appreciate everyone who chimed in there. And I think it kind of talks uh, and harkens back to what we talked about in the open is – there's something more than a personnel issue here. There's a mental aspect mm-hmm. that has lapsed over and over and over. And it's gone on for decades. Don't get me wrong. But Mike McCarthy is not good enough to get past that. That is where I'm at right now. He's not a bad football coach. Nope. 12 wins, three straight seasons. Yeah. I, I'd say just fundamentally, if we're talking X's and O's, he's top 10, top 12 coach in the NFL, which is good enough for me. But when you have the microscope that comes with being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. Sorry, standards are different. The standards are different. I think it's totally unfair. I really do. But that is the truth, and you have to work around it and adapt to it. Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn have not. So coming up next here on the Get Right, how about we talk about it a little bit more? Because the excuses for Mike McCarthy have run out, right? Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that next on the Get Right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.